This episode is for you if your kid goes to traditional school, and I'm bringing this one up because I've had parents come to me and tell me about their child who is in traditional school、um, and wanting to bring them out and homeschool them. And what they're noticing is traditional school is dimming their kids' light. And when I say that, I meaning that vibrant. Personality that you love so much about your child is slowly disappearing, and you're trying to figure out what is going on with your child. And maybe the one main thing that you've noticed that has consistently been there to change them or affect them is their traditional school. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about some things that may just make you aware that. Maybe it is the schooling that's you know the environment that they are in that is dimming your kids' light. And if you have any other questions about homeschooling, about entrepreneurship, kid entrepreneurship, mom hacks, the best place to connect with me is on Instagram at kawai underscore aquin k a w a i underscore a h q u i n. All right, let's jump into this episode. Aloha, mamas! You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rockstar to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet, and you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business. While giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship, so if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to an episode that is more geared towards any families who have kids in traditional school. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I've had a parent come and talk to me. About their child being in traditional school right now, and they just notice a change. And I like to call it dimming your kid's light because we've all kind of heard that phrase before, like "let your light shine, don't let anyone dim your light." And it's true. In each of your kids, you see something special about them. You see something that is amazing, makes them unique, makes them who they are. I can tell you, each of my kids are very different. One of them is like the cutest when it comes to telling us stories, very creative and intricate stories. And he always has a voice like this, and he can make up these amazing things in his head. He can keep a conversation going forever, and that is his special power. On top of many other things, and then I have another child who's just like wild and crazy, but. He's also very spontaneous and independent and fun. He makes sure that we we are kept on our toes, but he makes us laugh. Like he has such a funny personality. I have a sweet daughter who just loves to be a princess, but also you can see her caring and natural, loving personality shine through with her siblings, and so forth. So. When you describe your kids, how are you describing them? And did you notice a change when they went to school? And I like to gear this up. This episode can go for any kid at any age, but 
I feel like it will make a huge impact on especially kids who are just attending school. Like you're thinking kindergarten, first, second grade, really young, maybe even preschool. But I feel like more when they hit elementary age, kindergarten through second, and you just notice a shift in them. Their behavior has changed. They are not that bright, bubbly, fun enthusiastic whatever it is that personality that you know and love about them maybe they're more on edge maybe they're more tired maybe they're more in that mode of like i don't care or just like i'm bored or i don't know if i want to do this anymore whatever it may be i want you to, to really think about your child right now do you notice a shift in them do you notice that they're not as fun vibrant or excited or anything like that when they were prior to doing school. Um, because I can tell you that I've seen my own child. I've seen that light dim in him. He only went to school for maybe, I don't know, six weeks, maybe even less. I can't even remember now. Was it three weeks? Who knows? He just went to school for a few weeks and in that short period of time, I saw his light just kind of start to dim and I did not want that to happen. I know he was getting bored at school. The teacher also kind of confirmed it. She had a whole lot of kids in her class. That's one of the main reasons why we pulled him out was because I got it. She had way too much kids in her class for one, but two, I really hoped that my child would get some kind of excitement from schooling where he would want to go every single day but in many schools nowadays you run it like how you have to teach a group of people because a lot of individual one-to-one teaching just cannot happen it's not made for that kind of setting especially when you have 27 five-year-olds in a class and that was the situation with my oldest And I remember he used to be excited to learn. He used to be excited to do things, especially when we were in preschool. He loved it. He did great in his classes with his um, classmates. And I was like, okay, he'll do great in kindergarten. And once he went, he was all right. He kind of liked it. Um, It wasn't more so a uh, separation thing because he was fine once I left him in class. It's He was like doing some puzzles and he was good to go. But I just noticed like every time I went to pick him up, I was like, hey, how is it? And you know, the kids response was all right. Oh, yeah, I had fun. Oh, it was okay. Like I could just see it like kind of dimming each time. Nothing exciting happened any day. I was like, okay, something has to be wrong. Kept talking to the teacher. He's like, oh, yeah, he was just a little bored. Um, He already got through all his work. One, he wasn't getting challenged enough and he wasn't in a place that could really support all that amazing little things that made him him. It, you know, it wasn't in a place where it's really supported his learning style and the interests that he had to make him a lot more enthusiastic about learning and loving learning. So that's why we pulled him out. That's why we did homeschool. And I feel like a lot of parents are afraid to do that nowadays. They're afraid to pull their kid out. It's a huge thing to do. Change is huge. Unknown is huge. And a lot of parents, 
try to make up all of these things in their head of what their homeschool is supposed to look like. And then when they hit a roadblock that they visualize like, oh, what if I need to take them somewhere and I can't take them? Or what if I can't find a group for them to be friends with? What if they don't thrive in socialization? What if they did a And you like start creating all these expectations in your head. I realize a lot of parents just shut off and say, nope, I can't do it. There's no way I can homeschool my kids. Even though you notice that traditional school is dimming your kid's light. Even though you see your kid not behaving the same, you almost find ways to say no to homeschooling. So first of all, I'm going to talk about ways you can start really communicating with your kid to see if something is happening. Um, This is something I encourage for any parent because you should have open communication with your kids. Number one, just creating a safe place to talk. And I had to learn about this because my oldest didn't want to talk to me because he thought one, that he had to please us and say yes all the time and like make sure everything he did was perfect and good and all right. And if he said the wrong thing, then he thought he was instantly going to get in trouble or something was going to go wrong and so forth. And which I realized was almost putting him in a situation where he felt like he had to lie in order to please us, in order to make it seem like he was living up to our standards. And I, would, I had to stop that immediately. So I had to create a safe space for him to talk. And it's the same thing with your kids. Do you create that safe space? And when I say that, it's like, okay, I have to tell my kid. I'm like, okay, I need you to tell me the truth because I will not like dish out any um, consequences at that moment. I'm not promising that you will get absolutely no consequences, but I just need to know the truth. And then we will go from there. And there are times where you did get consequences depending on what he lied about or what he was hiding. And there are times where like, okay, thank you for telling me the truth. You will not get a consequence, but I just need you to be more open and let me know because I need to know due to safety, due to this, due to that, and then give them all the reasons. But we basically create a safe space to the point now he's like, mom, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that. Same thing with your kids. Create a safe space for them to talk. Feel free that they can talk without any consequences or feelings of shame and guilt and embarrassment or, you know, scoldings or whatever else they might think is going to come. The second thing to do is ask really good open-ended questions. And when I say this, it's like, instead of going yes or no questions, you ask them questions like, was there something today that made you happy? And the opposite, was there something today that made you sad or angry? Um, Was there something that really made you feel good that you wanted to do again was there something today that just made you not want to do it again and have your you know pick a few of those have your kids go through it see what they say see how they react and behave to it another thing is like asking them you know was there people who made you feel happy today sad today angry irritated Uh, ask them those questions because now you're opening that lines of communication I also wanted to put out there that I am not a therapist or anything. All this advice that I'm giving you is mostly from my own experiences with my kids. So if it, if it feels like it's going to work for you and your kids, 
then go ahead and definitely try it out. If it feels like, oh, that's not something my kid will do or I will do with my kid, then that's fine too. Take what works for you, leave the rest. I just want to like give you as much info and questions as possible to hopefully help you through this situation. And then the other um, type of questions I ask is, what are things that you like to do? I ask my kids, like, what do you like to do? And then they like list it all out. And if they forget some, I help them. Like, what about this? Do you still like to do that? Oh, yeah, I love doing that. What about that? Nah, not really, not as much. Okay, why do you like doing it? And then they give me reason. And then I ask you, I ask them, not you. <laughs> I ask them, what about some other things that you don't want to do? Are there things at school you don't want to do? Have them list it out. Why don't you want to do that? Oh, because I'm tired or oh, because da, da, da. And then ask them more questions about it too. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, the teacher said I couldn't do this. Also go talk to the teacher. Ask them, hey, could you clarify what happened in this situation? Because maybe your kid didn't explain it totally thoroughly. But what you're just trying to do is open the line of communication first. And then from there, if you still notice that your kid is just not the same excited, joyful little person that you love and you know, and you see that just slowly disappearing, especially in a kindergarten or first and second grader, then have you really considered to homeschool them? Have you really considered to bring them home back into an environment where you can give them more tools so that when you are ready, if you want to send them back to traditional school, they will be more prepared. I feel like our kids, especially at kindergarten, which is five, first, six, second, seven years old, they still have so much tools that they can learn during that time before going out into the world. And yes, I'm talking about traditional school, going out there and being more successful when it comes to integrating with other kids and schooling and so forth. You can take a little bit more time to teach them at home, to really build a great foundation around your values and your beliefs. It is okay because homeschool is not forever. I tell people that all the time because that's the main thing that people think about. Like, what about if I take my kids out of elementary? What about middle school? What about high school? I'm like, what? What about it? You're just focusing on this year. Just do that. Do a really good year this year. And then at the end of the year, you think, am I going to do it again? Maybe, maybe not. But you don't have to think that far ahead just yet. Your goal is right now with your kids. It could be just in the next few months. Maybe it's a semester. Let's try a semester of this. Because if your kid is showing behaviors and you feel it as a mama, and I know Mamas, we know when something is just not right. And you have that in you. You have that intuition in you. You have that feeling in you. I like to call it the Holy Spirit just whispering to you. When something is happening, especially when it comes to your kids and your family, you feel something shift inside of you. And you know that is your responsibility. We call it kuleana in Hawaiian. That is your responsibility to take action and do something. And especially when they're that young, that is still a great time to homeschool your kids. It's such a short period of time that 
you are where already with your kids when they're one, two, three, four, five. That's five years. Not even five. So most kids are in school by then. But imagine just having them home for one more year, giving them more confidence, giving them more communication skills, giving them this fearlessness and way to just be themselves so that now when you send them back out into the world, that light is protected. That light will not dim, will not go out. And then you know like, okay, my daughter, my son is prepared. And that's all I'm saying when it comes to noticing something is up with your child. It's okay to just go, I'm going to take my kid out of traditional school because that's the best thing for them at this moment. I see some shift in them and I'm just going to take them out. Because if that's where you've noticed that their shift has been going in the wrong direction is at traditional school, take them out. Homeschool them. Do whatever you can to support them. And then if you're like, this is only temporary so that I can get them prepared to go back, then amazing. If it's something that you love down the line and you want to keep going, then incredible. But at this moment, what will really be the best for your child? What would really help them in this moment? Give them that strength, that courage, that bravery, that love and kindness and gentleness, whatever it is in them what would benefit that like supporting that building that in them giving them a good foundation in that and homeschooling is definitely something that you should do and consider to help that thrive in them because you can really instill your values and your beliefs in them you can still teach them everything they need especially kindergarten first and second i gotta say that's a whole lot of play and it's a great thing imagination playing with them getting them involved in cooking cleaning doing all the stuff around the house you can incorporate all learning into that you can incorporate it language and math and science and culture all of that thing social studies history whatever you want you can even ask your school what type of curriculum are they using? Is there an expectation like where they need to be at at each grade level if you're planning to send them back to school? Ask them for all those resources so you can at least stay at the same track or in the same level so that when you're ready to send your kid back to school, if that's the plan, you are still keeping them up to par. It is such a great avenue for you to allow your kids to still be themselves and still get an education. That's why I love homeschooling. And then, like I said, it doesn't have to be forever. So I hope this is encouraging you to, if your kid is not doing great in school, give yourself permission to consider or try or at least go all in into homeschooling. All right, my friends, if you have any questions or you want me to go into like another part of this episode like okay I decided to do it what's the next step let me know if that's the episode you want to hear best place to let me know it's on instagram at kawai underscore aquin k-a-w-a-i underscore a-h-q-u-i-n and that is where you can tell me if I should do a extended one or not all right friends I'll see you on the next one 
Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.